Hello everyone, happy Monday. Welcome back to Sana IE. This is your first time tuning in. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I'm your host, XO. I hope everybody had a great weekend as well as a great Valentine's Day. And me personally, my weekend, what I do. Hmm, let me reflect back and ponder. Um, mostly just work. Saturday, I got a great workout in. Saturday morning, man, I loved it. Uh, grab some lunch with some friends and discuss their goals. And it's crazy how some people are just set in their ways when you try to like break them off of that path to show them like trying to enlighten them. They still want to go straight down that path because they think they're right. But it takes time and you got to have patience when you're trying to have help somebody be enlightened or have, have somebody grow within themselves. So that's what I was just really discussing over lunch as well as did a little shopping. I, honestly, I shopped a little too much, but you know, you got to treat yourself. That's what I like. That's what I've been learning more too because I'm always I'm always working and grinding and everything. So I was like, let me treat myself, do a little shopping. So this weekend I did a little shopping, got me a cool little outfit. You feel me? But uh, yeah, so you always got to treat yourself and really just appreciate yourself sometimes. Take yourself out. That's what I did as well too. I took myself out on Valentine's Day. Bought me some uh, new fits, and I took myself out to dinner. Gotta love yourself and love yours. So I did that, had some good time reflecting, and just really just jotting down what my plans for this month and plans for the next several months. Sunday, just work. Work in gym. And then I almost forgot about the All-Star festivities, man. That dunk contest. I hope y'all seen the dunk contest, man. That was one of the best dunk contests in a while, personally. And I personally think Aaron Gordon got robbed. Because he should have won that dunk contest. Or they should have split the trophies. But he got robbed. He, in my opinion, like I said, he won that dunk contest. The three-point contest. I was surprised Buddy Hill won. I have not been watching his game this his like his game this year. But, hey, he beat out everybody to win. Salute and respect him. Shout out to Derrick Jones Jr. for winning the slam dunk contest. No credit taken away from him. But me personally, like I said, I think Aaron Gordon should have won. But I'm going to discuss more about that as well as the All-Star game itself and the, the festivities and what I've seen and just the whole essence of it all. And on today's show, we got two quotes of the day. What I learned this past week and weekend. I'm going to discuss a little bit more about All-Star weekend and... I'm in ATL right now, so I'm going to discuss ATL and the significance of ATL and the black history within it, within itself, and what I'll be doing out here for this week. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We're going to have a great show today. It's Monday, it's a whole new week, brand new week, a grind on. Hey, this month is almost over. I just thought about it. February, got like two weeks left, man, so utilize the time that you got with it. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Like, subscribe, share the show. And we'll be right back with the quotes of the day in the show. Sanai. Quotes of the day. Monday quote, a little Monday motivation. First quote is, each relationship nurtures a strength or a weakness within you. Michael Murdoch. And I believe that's true too, because we all have like relationships, friendships, Situationships <laughs> where it either strengthens you or it 
weakens you and you feel like you feel like you, there's people in your life that's energy drainers and energy givers in a way where they give off give off energy uh to you and then like i said energy drainers like self-explanatory but there's relationships in your life i'm pretty sure you're thinking back now to what relationships you have with certain people your friends your family uh co-workers even your love or your significant other you're thinking about the relationship do they weaken you or do they strengthen you because that's that's what it really comes down to because i believe we should all have people in our life that gives us strength versus taking our strength taking our energy or belittling us and whatnot so if you have most majority of relationships i want to say not majority but 100 percent of your relationships they all should strengthen you so think back think right now not think back but think right now at your relationships in your life like i said friends co-workers family members uh your love or your boyfriend or girlfriend and just really think do, do they strengthen you or do they weaken you and if they weaken you you might have to really take a step back and see why do they weaken me why do i feel so weak why do i feel so drained when i'm around them versus when i'm around other people i feel uh vibrant radiant if that makes sense so once again the quote is each relationship nurtures a strength or a weakness within you look for them in relationships that strengthen you the second quote is, once you have accepted your flaws, no one can use them against you. We all have flaws, man. Everybody has flaws. Nobody's perfect. So if you have a flaw, learn what that flaw is and don't let it hold you down or don't let anybody use it against you. Don't be so stirred up with outside critics that haven't lived one day in your shoes. Focus on yourself. Focus on being a better version of yourself. Don't worry about your flaws. Use your flaws as your strengths. If you have a flaw, use it as a strength. We all, Like I said, we all have flaws. And don't be so worried about what other people think of you or how other people judge you. Because other people, they still trying to figure out, find ways to love themselves. So when it comes to your flaws, accept your flaws. Don't let nobody use them against you. Damn. <laughs> We're going to get on with today's show, though, man. What I learned this week past weekend... The first thing I learned was to focus on the war and not the battle. Uh, and that's simply because I feel like this week I've been, this past week I've been really tested with different people in different relationships in my life. And there's, there was a point where I had to really just, there's times this week I had to really just sit back and really just be like, all right, really just evaluate the whole relationship and what it was versus me reacting and being a having a post impulsive reaction versus let me think about it let me be analytical about the whole situation and analyze what's really going on so that's why i just really it this quote popped into my head to focus on the war not the battle focus on the long-term goal and not the short-term victory that's what it really comes down to so i'm focused on a long-term victory long-term goal long-term victory versus the short short-term victory and the battle is, it can be simple things, like like it was an argument, I don't like having arguments, but it was an argument in a way, and it could have got out of hand, but I just took the initiative and just said, my bad, my fault, it won't happen again, and move forward. Simply because, if you want to sit up there and waste your time arguing about something that's not going to matter next month, it's pointless. Take, take the fault and move on, focus on the war, not the battle. You can lose battles every day. But if you win that war, 
<laughs> you in good shape. You feel me? But um, another thing I've learned, always put me first. I've always been the type to put others before myself and really help and exert myself to help others, to keep others around. And I'm learning that as I'm like, like, like I've been doing a lot of thinking and analyzing, like I said, with the relationships and everything. And it comes down to, I got to put myself first because I'm draining my energy. I'm trying to sh- sh- stretch myself thin, trying to help everybody else out when the same doesn't come in return, even though I'm not tripping like that. But it's like, I just got to learn to put myself first, love myself and do what's best for me so I can progress in life and then on this journey that I'm on. And the last thing I learned, you got to splurge a little, man. You can keep working, keep grinding everything, save up. But you got to splurge a little. got to splurge on yourself. Treat yourself. Uh, that's what I've been doing. Treating myself, like I said, took myself out to eat. Took myself shopping. Took myself to get a massage. Treat yourself. Show your appreciation of yourself. Like me, once, once a day, every week, once a day, I always have that self-appreciation day where I appreciate myself. Like I said, take myself out, do stuff for myself. That makes me feel good. And then... That's that's where it all starts. It all starts with self. Like splurge, like I was, I mean, like I said, splurge a little. So if you got the money, you've been saving, you've been grinding, you've been working, go ahead, take yourself out, go do what makes you happy, what makes you feel good. I'm gonna give y'all a quick break, and then I'm gonna hit y'all with the all-star weekend and what I thought about from the celebrity game all the way to the all-star game itself. Quick break, y'all. Appreciate y'all tuning in. All-Star Weekend. Like, the biggest highlight to me was the dunk contest. Like I said, it's one of the best dunk dunk contests we've seen in a while. And once again, I think Aaron Gordon got robbed. (laughs) Uh, Simply because his dunks were out of this world. And him, his last dunk, dunking over Taco, who who is 7'5". Should have got it. He should have got like at least a 48, 49. They gave him 47. And some people thought Dwayne Wade was biased because the other dude that was running up, he plays from the Miami Heat. You already know Dwayne Wade in Miami and everything. But at the end of the day, it was overall a great, one of the best dunk contests I've seen in a while within the last five years. Five years, four years. Since the last time Aaron Gordon got in a dunk contest between him and Zach Levine, I think that was 2016. But it was one of the best ones yet. And I just think he should have won or like they should have did a joint, a joint split on that uh, on the trophy. Another thing that stuck out to me about the All-Star game, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Watching him at the Celebrity All-Star game was comedy. Him trying to coach and then him getting the technical. Bruh. <laughs> If you didn't see the Celebrity All-Star Game, please take a, like, take a gander back and watch it. Just simply on for Stephen A. The game itself, was it was cool, but Stephen A. was hilarious. And also, as well as Spice Adams. He was doing Kareem, Kareem Biggums, whatever you want to call him. He was hilarious, too. <laughs> I'm glad they got him. He brought that laughter, that funny, that, that, um, that energy that the Celebrity All-Star Game needed. Simply because, you know, you always need that funny guy within the... Uh, to uplift people. So I think that was great. Uh, another thing that stuck out to me, Quavo, you know, he's been a Hooper, but 
his shoes. He had a, uh, his shoes uh, a tribute to Kobe. So I, I like that. I appreciate that. But man, All Star Game time. Going into it, I'm like, Team LeBron's gonna win. Team LeBron will win. Team LeBron's gonna win. Because just looking at that team, it's like the way they're built and they're stacked up, and the way LeBron drafted, like, come on now. So, what could you expect? But overall, like the All Star Weekend in, in, uh, in general, it was worth it. It was good. I enjoyed each festivity, like I said, from the Celebrity All-Star Games to the dunk contest to the three-point contest to the skills challenge. The skills challenge was a good one, too. Which overall, it was just a great overall uh, phenomenal weekend. Just looking from a bystander point, just watching all the festivities. I really appreciate it. And got me thinking about next year's All-Star Game. I haven't been to an All-Star Game in forever. I think I'm going to attend the next one. And you know, Sanai going to be there live with a press pass. You dig? But we're going to get on with today's show, man. Discussing ATL, Atlanta, the whole origin of it and everything. But I got to give you a quick break. We'll be right back. So like I've been saying, I'm in ATL this week to learn more about the city, visit some museums, and visit some of the food places that Mario Reed was talking about on my uh, that he recommended on my past show. If you know what past show I'm talking about, my, it's the episode, my uh, career versus passion. Check that episode out. It's really a great episode, as well as him discussing different spots in ATL to hit. So I decided to come here, besides to visit the fam and whatnot, because I feel like ATL has a huge role on black history. The whole origin of Atlanta, they wasn't the name wasn't given Atlanta at first. It first started in 1837 as Terminus. Then by 1843 it was changed to Marthasville because of the governor Wilson Lumpkin's daughter Martha. And then it was renamed to Atlanta on December 29th, 1847 by the Georgia Railroad Chief Engineer J. Edgar Thompson. So, ATL had different names before. Can you, could you imagine calling Atlanta Terminus? Like, why Terminus? Even though it was like the port, the I'll tell you in a second why they call it Terminus. But, now, nah, as well as Marthasville, nah. Atlanta is the perfect name. And I appreciate that. Atlanta is the most populated city in Georgia and it is the capital. In 2018 the estimated population was 14 not 14 498,044. It's the 37th most populated city in the US. ATL was originally founded as a final point of a major state sponsored railroad. That's why they call it terminus cuz that's where the final point where all the ter- the railroads converged. However, it became the convergence point among multiple railroads, which I discussed. During the Civil War, the city was burned to the ground by, by General William T. Sherman in his march to the sea, his, his famous march to the sea, where he burned down the city. But the city rose from the ashes and quickly became a national center of commerce and unofficial capital of the New South. Atlanta, man. If you haven't been to Atlanta, I, I highly recommend going. 
I love going to Atlanta, just being in the South and just being out there, the whole, the whole culture and the whole atmosphere, just everything is just lovely, man. So, but this time I'm deciding to really explore Atlanta and just see the ins and outs of Atlanta and just really get more familiarized with the whole city and the whole culture. City rose from the ashes quickly after the March of Sea. When William T. Sherman burned burned the city down, it quickly rose back up. That that goes as well as anything in life. Somebody's trying to burn down your dreams or burn tear down your dreams. If you still have that vision of where you want to be, let them try to tear it down. But you know at the end of the day, you know where you're headed and you know where you're going. So people will always come in your life and try to burn and tear you down. Stay consistent on what you're trying to do. Back to back to the topic though. In the 1950s and 60s, Atlanta was a major organizing center of the civil rights movement. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and many locals played major roles in the movements of leadership. We all reflected back to the 1960s when Martin Luther King was doing his due diligence, I want to say, at NATO, trying to make sure everybody was following, not necessarily following law, but the law was being upheld to where giving blacks, African-Americans proper citizenship, where they was like, we're all as one. But, you know, we all, we, we've been through the the history, education lesson of Martin Luther King, and I'm really appreciative of what he done, what he's done and what I'm learning he's done now and everything he's done, especially being in Atlanta and seeing the the impact he made. We all he's made an impact on the world, but just the impact he made on Atlanta in general. Atlanta has attained international prominence as a major air transportation hub. Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport is the world's busiest airport by passenger traffic since 1998. If you haven't been to the Hartsfield Jackson uh, Airport in ATL, it's busier than JFK. For, like all facts, like, but it's still one of my favorite airports. But it's just always busy, no matter what. People are coming in and out, in and out of that airport. I can't believe it's been the busiest airport since 1998. That's crazy. We in 2020 now. So just think about that. That's a minute. But I'm like, man, ATL is rated as a beta plus world city that exerts a moderate impact on the on global commerce, finance, research, technology, education, media, art, and entertainment. We all know ATL for its media, its art, and its entertainment as well as education, got some great colleges out there, but the research and technology. Atlanta is a growing and expanding city. I wanna say it's like LA of the South or, yeah, like LA of the, of the South, South, Southern states, simply because it's growing and it's booming tremendously and it's growing at a rapid pace now, especially the way te- technology is developing now. Atlanta is really grow- growing and really, getting bigger but it's still congested over there man too many people in atl and that's just how it is i feel like atl is just a great place to go and visit and just really learn and research on just knowledge because it has tons of history within atl they have great food places great architecture good people um 
They have a few Jamaican spots, man. I'm going to put y'all on Jamaican spots. Watch the vlog. I'm going to be vlogging while I'm out here in ATL and whatnot. And just going to different food spots. Like I said, as well as visiting different museums within the city. And I just really enjoy coming to ATL. And I just feel like the Southern comfort when I'm here. I'm going to give y'all a brief break. I'm going to get right back to it. Letting y'all know a little more facts about ATL. And then I'm going to be discussing what was going to be happening on the next show, Friday show, coming up. Just me recapping. So give me a, give y'all a brief break. Remember, like, subscribe, share the show, tell a friend about it. Let me know what you think about the show. Leave a review. If you're not following us on any on social media, follow us at Sanai Podcast. As well as if you want to email us or be a part of our email list at Sanai Podcast. Appreciate y'all, man. Be right back. During the first decades of the 20th 20th century, increased racial tensions led to the Atlanta race riot of 1906. In this riot, white Americans attacked black or African Americans, leaving at least 27 people dead and over 70 injured with extensive damage in black neighborhoods. This riot took place on the evening of September 22nd and lasted through September 24th, 1906. The, the events were reported by newspapers around the world, including the French La Petite Journal, which described the, which described the lynchings in the USA and the massacre of Negroes in Atlanta. Damn. The Scotland Press named it the race riots in Georgia. London, UK called it the anti-Negro riots and outrages in Georgia. Damn. To this day, it's sad. Twenty-seven people were dead, but the death toll still conflict is a conflict, an unknown. But they said officially, at least twenty-five African Americans and two whites died. So in total, yes, twenty-seven, but there's still probably more. Uh, unreport, unofficial reports range from ten to hundred Black Americans killed during the riots me in general me reading uh this my notes and everything the whole race atlanta race riot i really had to go into it because i'm like i didn't know about it myself but this race riot lasted for two days as well as me wondering i'm wondering why didn't anybody or even why didn't they apply i don't know if it was an effect back then martial law and and really end the race wise but at the end of the day it's the oppressors versus the suppressors so yeah so I understand why nobody really came to the aid and rescue of the uh, African Americans it just like that that like hurts my heart that that even happened two days worth of riots but it's life man we gotta deal and adjust with it the violence, they say the violence didn't end until Governor Joseph M. Terrell called in the Georgia National Guard. That's what I'm like. Why did they martial law? That, that's the biggest thing. That's what really stopped it. They should have called in martial law way before then, or they should have called the National Guard way before it took two days to happen. That don't make no sense. And the African-Americans accused the Atlanta Police Department and some guardsmen of participating in the uh, violence against them. That's crazy. Ah, man. 
uh, it's honestly, it's a blessing that that we'll, as we're listening to this now that we didn't go through this, but it's still like heartbreaking in a way that people did have to go through this and the police didn't step in to help. Uh, some of the National Guard even uh, wanted to was antagonizing the riot. They were assisting, um, insisting, helping, helping with the rioters. So it's like, it's crazy, man. It's just really, it's like really just heartbreaking. It's just like nobody really stepped in to help until like two days later. And I'm pretty sure it probably expanded past in two days, but still, man, we have the police and the guardsmen participating in it instead of preventing it, which made no sense. Another big event in uh, Atlanta history. On May 21st, 1917, the Great Atlanta Fire destroyed 1,938 buildings in Old Fourth Ward. One person died and 10,000 people were displaced. That's crazy. I, I never knew about the Atlanta Fire, the Great Atlanta Fire. I thought that was only like the Great Chicago Fire. But the Atlanta Fire... They said it still to this day is unclear how it started, but hot temperatures and strong winds propelled the fire. The fire burned nearly 10 hours, destroyed 300 acres, and was the damages was estimated to 5 million and 100 million with adjusted infl- inflation. Damn. That's crazy. Just like reading... Um, just going through this like the whole events of how Atlanta what Atlanta went through from the start to where it's at now it's just a big 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 step and like I said the fire spread over 300 acres damn that's crazy if y'all like if y'all are listening to this if y'all want to just like like research the great Atlanta fire or if you know how long 300 acres is, then yeah, this is crazy. I'm just reading this and I'm just like in awe of the whole thing. But that's just what some two of the main events Atlanta went through through that time. You already know the civil rights movement. And I'm seeing they was also selected for the Summer Olympic Games in 1996. That's crazy. Dang. Atlanta has a lot of history, man. Like I said, Atlanta has a lot of different history to it. I can state the, the different facts about the whole city and what they've been through and everything they've been through. But I'm highly recommending you take a trip out there, spend at least three to four days and just getting to know the people, Atlanta, the history, and just really take it, take it all in and just be grateful for this era that you were living and born in now that we don't have to deal with everything that went on back then because i know me personally how i am yeah no nah. <laughs> can't do it so but overall man atlanta i love it i'm gonna have to check out waffle house that's always my joint i'm gonna have to try my one my this one mexican spot out there is like fire to serve tapas which is like many appetizers so i gotta check it out and really just like i said i'm gonna visit different museums out there uh, visit uh, Martin Luther King Memorial and just really admire like the city and just what it became and where it started and what it became now because it's it's been a mission it's been a journey so it's steadily growing right now 
But man, I appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm like, y'all like, ah, oh, he rambling on, but I'm just really going over notes and just really just in awe of what was going on and what went on within the whole Atlanta era, the building of Atlanta. But appreciate y'all tuning in, listening uh, to the show. Sanai, it's Monday, man. Hope y'all had a great, great, great week. Great Monday. And really just utilize the the quotes that I spoke about on today's show. And as well as just put them, put them to use. Quotes, once again, every relationship nurtures a strength or a weakness within you. Find the relationships that strengthen you. Once you accepted your flaws, no one can use them against you. We all have flaws. You see your flaw as a gift of strength. Don't let nobody use it against you. Discuss what I learned this past week and weekend to focus on the war, not the battle. Focus on the long term, not the short term victories. Short term victories will uplift you, but not when you at battle or at war with something. Always put yourself first. Always put me first. Always put yourself first. And splurge a little, man. Treat yourself. Do the self-evaluation. Oh, I didn't discuss discuss the self-evaluation, but after after every day, every week, just do the self-evaluation and see how you did throughout the day, throughout the week, and just evaluate yourself. All it takes like five to ten minutes or even longer. Just evaluate how you did throughout the week, the relationships you nurtured, the people you spoke to, the food you ate, the workouts, just all that. Take that all into account and see how you did throughout that day as well as that week. Splurge a little. Self-appreciation days are needed. Appreciate yourself. Take yourself out. Take yourself out. Splurging yourself. Do what's best for you. Discuss All-Star Weekend. How Aaron Gordon got robbed. <laughs> but, you know, it happens, man. I personally thought he should have won half the world. Thought he should have won the other half. So, it's up, it's up for debate. We discussed ATL. The goods, the bads of ATL. The origin of ATL. The start of Atlanta. And just everything, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Sana I Eat Podcast. Your boy XO is out. I'm about to enjoy this weather. Enjoy this vacation ATL. About to eat. And man, make sure y'all tune in. If y'all not following me personally on Instagram at Brother X, follow me. So y'all can see the vlog and what I'm doing, vlogging around ATL and everything that I'm doing. Appreciate y'all tuning in. I'll be back with y'all Friday with everything that I've done. Just recapping the whole museums, the shopping, just everything I've done at ATL. I'll come back and let y'all know. Just stay tuned. Appreciate y'all, man. Share this with a friend. Subscribe to the show. Like the show. Follow the show. Spread the word. Sun IE. We about to take over. Appreciate y'all. Have a great week.